Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. All right, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. I'm Reverend Ray. Today's broadcast, of course, is Friday Night Joy. We are broadcasting live today. Amen. And um, I'm so happy to be with you and share just a few words with you. I'm not going to be before you long. Amen. But um, one of the things that we did do, we did do some studying, and we're going to talk about prayer. And the first question I have is, what is prayer? Amen. But before we do that, we can go ahead and uh, <laughs> and say prayer, amen. All right, so Father God, we come today truly not by might nor by spirit, nor by power, but by your spirit, God, giving this day to you, asking you, Lord, to come and to be with us, Lord Jesus. We're praying for your, your will to take place today, God. We realize that we cannot do this journey by ourselves, God. We need you today, Holy Spirit. So come, Lord, come with all your might and your glory. And, you set the atmosphere, Holy Spirit. You set the atmosphere for those things that need to be said, done and those things that need to be said. God, we forever give you all the praise and all the glory. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Amen. Again, my name is Reverend Ray. This is Friday Night Joy. Amen. I'm just so glad to be with you today. We're going to talk about prayer and um um, find the definition of prayer, and we can just just have a little dialogue, you know. And I promise to not to to keep you or to be with you very long, amen. But I I just felt the need to come on tonight and to do those things that God has given me, uh, given us to do, amen. So I'm grateful um, about that. I am so grateful about that. I'm just checking a couple things to make sure everything is working according to uh, the way it's supposed to be. Amen. It looks like it is. Amen. So, all right. So, God, see, that's working. Amen. Bless God. Amen. All right. I'm just going to go back here and just... Okay. Amen. Okay. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Um... When I was looking at the scriptures um, for today, um, I, I came across um, a few of these things. Let's just go back to my regular page here. I got too many windows open. Amen. I came across a, a couple things that I want to talk to you about. Number one is what is prayer? You know, we know that we, most of us, um, I believe it's a non-believers too. They know how to pray. Um, the, the word structure of prayer, um, the Christ Jesus, or or even 
um, those that believe they're praying to other gods, you know, and everything. But let me tell you what it says. It says prayer is a form of communication with the higher power. All things involve, involve expression, expressing thoughts, emotions, requests, or gratitude. In Christianity, it's a way for believers to connect with God, speaking, seeking guidance, and sharing their heart. Okay, so that's what prayer is. So, but I'm going to go a little deeper than that. Um, it did mention that as Christians for our ability to connect with God but in order to um, be able to connect with God there's a relationship that has to be developed over time okay and um, there's a scripture that talks about <laughs> that, um, that a lot of times people pray but they, their prayers are prayers without without reason or without miss or this, their selfish prayer so the one thing we don't want is we don't want our prayers to become selfish in nature, where it's all about me, 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 me. Then one of the things that they did mention um, about prayer um, is in Christianity, the way to believe is to connect with God. That definitely is true. We need to be able to connect with the Father. We need to be able to connect with my um, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay? And he connects with us. It's not a one-way connection, but that connection is, is dual. Okay? It's a dual thing, you know, and uh, the more that we pray, uh, the 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 more that we pray sincerely, uh, the closer that we have a walk with Christ. Okay, the closer, that, the more that He will begin to reveal uh, certain things to us. So prayer is extremely important to a believer's heart. Uh, so extremely important in a family. Okay, um, as a man and as a wife, you know, as a single mom, you know. We should be in a situation where we are constantly praying for our loved ones before they even go out the door, whether it's a work or whether it's a school, uh, whether just hanging out, because uh, we know that the, 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 the Satan, the devil, um, is going around like a raging lion trying to seek whom he um, can devour. So it's important that we stay under the unction of prayer or put our, our family in unction of prayer because we just don't know. Uh, men, the love of men have has completely waxed cold. They don't care anything about it. Every time you look at the news, there's some form of, of shooting or killing or something like that. Um, always and all across the world. It's not just in the United States, but it's all across the world. Okay. Okay. Let me see where I'm going. So another thing that I, um, the question I asked, and and, and, and with and I believe with God. There are basically four types of prayers. Sort of said that in the in the opening statement. Said there's a, a adoration or a praising God for His grace, for His greatness. There's a confession, a confession, acknowledging and seeking forgiveness for sin. There's thanksgiving, okay, expressing gratitude for blessing, okay. There's supplication, making requests for oneself and others. So it's okay. Look, don't get me wrong. It's okay to pray for yourself. You better learn how to pray for yourself, but you don't want everybody praying for you because some people, you know, you, <laughs> you might approach them at a bad time and you talk about having to pray and they got other things going on. So you definitely have to develop a prayer life uh, for yourself. And one of the things that we do do here on the broadcast is Reverend Gwen Dixon has a prayer that she does at 1 o'clock every Wednesday. She's been doing it for like three or four years, maybe longer now. Everywhere, the powerful woman got a prayer. She teaches a little bit more too about prayer. Okay, 
So those who for that, the prayer can be personal or communal, spoken or silent. It's about connecting with God in a sincere and meaningful way. In meaningful way, you know, some people pray uh, through meditation, through being silent. Some people speak words, and uh, sometimes they loud, or sometimes they very soft spoken. Sometimes they feel with emotions. I mean, it just depends on the individual. Uh, they pray, you know. They everybody prays different. I've, I've met people in my life, and at one time they, they said they didn't like to pray because they didn't know how to. But the more you do something, the more you, you know, uh, it, it, you begin to know how to pray. And in, in a situation where someone asks you to pray, especially if it's on a Sunday or Bible study or whatever, I mean, you pray the heart, with the heart, you know. You pray with the Holy Spirit is giving you to pray, you know, because he's already given you what to say. We just got to open up our mouth and let him speak to us. Amen. Okay, like I said earlier, um, there's um, several types of prayer. We talked about adoration. We talked about the prayer of confession. We talked about the prayer of thanksgiving and supplication. But there's also another form of prayer called the intercessory prayer. And that's when we intercede on behalf of others, you know. Um, intercessor prayer is much needed in the body of Christ. Um, in, the, in the churches today, it's needed. It, it should go, at least I know when I was involved with it, it was, it was like an ongoing basis, and you didn't know um, who they were. You know, they were silent prayer words, and they didn't broadcast, oh, I'm an intercessor. No, there was not. You know, it was incognito <laughs> and everything. Now, the, 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 the body of Christ knew that there was an intercessor prayer people, but they didn't know exactly who they were. And so what they would do is they would through the pastor or through email or through the social media, they would send prayer requests and to these people, and these people will actually pray an earnest prayer for whatever that person is going through, according to the will of, of the Father. So intercessory prayer is, was, is and will always be a very cornerstone of the church, okay, in order for the church to have miracles and healing and all that, and to the, the, keep the, the, the pastor in place and everything to the point where he's constantly growing and the ministerial staff and the musician intercession is needed. You know, everybody is going through something in their life where intercess, there's someone needs to intercede. Moses did it with the children of Israel. Jesus is doing it. Uh, even for now, he's and he intercess for us even now. So, yeah, so intercession is needed um, on all areas, whether male or female. We need it. We need it. Like I talked talk earlier, we definitely need it for our family. So intercession is needed. Another type of prayer is, a, a, is lamentation prayer. As we find, find us in the book of lamentation, where they are in lament, they're in sorrow, but they're praying to God. They're requesting um, hoping to be restored in God. Most, most people experience that type of lamentation and prayer when they have lost someone or lost something that would, that, that hurts them in their heart, you know, and everything. And it's a grief to God, you know. You know, it's 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 showing God how broken or how contract we are, how we feel, and we need help and we need that healing. Amen. And, and the contemplative prayer, like we had talked about this earlier, was like a solid meditation or reflective on the divine. You know that we we are meditating on God. The scripture said that we should meditate on God. On the scripture, day 
and night. We should be doing that anyway, but sometimes we don't have to really say a lot of prayers. There have been some prayers that I know for a fact that I've said silent, and nobody knew that I was praying for them. You know, nobody knew. You know, not all prayers um, have to be, like, out in front, you know. In fact, some of the best prayers that I know when people was praying and the person didn't even know they was being prayed for, you know. They didn't know they was being prayed for. That's that that, um, that that secret type of prayer. They didn't know. But they didn't know that a change took place in their life. They know that they was out there doing all kinds of stuff, and all of a sudden a, a, a change took place. And there's a song that says that my mama prayed for me, and she got on her knees and took the time and prayed for me. I don't remember all the words and stuff, but it's important that we understand about prayer. You know, that somebody is praying for you somewhere at this time, even today. You know, you might not feel like it. You might not want it because <laughs> it's not about your your want. I mean, I had somebody tell me on one of their social media sites when I said that I prayed for you, they, I don't want you to pray for me. Well, you can't stop me from praying for you. <laughs> you might not want it, and thing, but I'm going to do it anyway because this is what God has ordained for us to do. It's to intercede, is to pray one for another, to pray for unbelievers, to pray for the peace in Jerusalem. These are the things that we are mandated to do and everything. Now, let me, don't get me wrong, and we're going to move on in a second. Um, I want you to understand something here, okay? The scripture talk about uh, when you come, when it comes to praying, lay no, your hands on no man suddenly, okay? And the reason for that, uh, um, he, uh, uh, don't, or don't allow any man to lay their hands on you suddenly. And the reason for that, because you don't know what kind of, you, you need to know those that labor before you, okay? You need to examine their fruit, okay? You need to examine um, um, their, their zeal or their determination. And the whole thing reveal. So you, you have to be in a situation where you don't, Want everybody praying for you, okay? Um, and everything you want, as some old saints you say, you want somebody that will pray for you that can get a pray, prayer through, not hit up against the wall, because they're not in the living uh, according to God's plan. But you want somebody that can break through that 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 barrier um, to get to God, okay? Um, also, because of demonic spirits that's out here, we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful also about who prays for us, you know, because the spirits, demonic spirits can be transferred, okay? And um, those, so those are all really important things to know about who is praying for us and when and everything, you know. And um, then you got people that's praying um, contrary to the will of, of God, you know. And for me, that's like a form of witchcraft. If God said it's going to be this way, and you got somebody praying opposite of that because it doesn't suit, or even you, doesn't suit your need, anything, then you, that can be a form of witchcraft because you're going against the authority and the plan of what God says. Okay? You're going against, so we have to be careful about our type of prayer that we even did, and there's not even someone praying um, for us. And, um, there are people. I heard people pray a prayer that uh, um, that that this in the prayer and they're missing the prayer. We're laying hands. They told some people, well, "You need to be delivered from this or delivered from that." And the person was like, "I'm not going through any of that," you know. So we have to be careful about 
and watch what comes out of someone's mouth because some guy can put a, a curse of something that you're not willingly receive. And there's some things in the midst of the prayer or when it comes to um, being being prophetic and everything that we need to be able uh, to look at it and say, okay, this is this from you, Lord, or this is from another source, okay? We have to be able to do that, okay? Let's continue on. All right. So one of the things I have in my notes, so these types of prayers can be combined or used individually, individually based on the believer's need, okay, based on the believer's need. And I, I did ask a question in my notes and said, how often shall we pray? The scripture says that men should always pray and faint not. I believe it's coming out of Luke chapter 18. Let me just go there real quick if I can. Let me just go there real quick, okay? Yeah. Yeah, verse like 18, verse 1 said, He spake a parable. This is Jesus speaking unto them. And to this end, the men ought to always pray and faint not. And faint not. Always pray means always pray. You know, we knew that the Muslims uh, uh, pray five times um, to the east. Um, per day, you know. Um, some of us um, don't want to even pray one time, you know. And what we have to understand about what they always pray. It doesn't have to be a situation where they're all long, drawn-out prayer, you know. They can be broken down, you know. So that, I mean, there's, I think there's a book that's out there. I can't remember the one-minute prayer that you can pray one minute every hour. You know, and everything that talks about there. So I mean, but you want to have a sincere prayer. You want to pray from the from the heart. You know, you want to ask the Holy Spirit to give you things that you should be praying for. Not again, not just about you and your family, but about others too, and everything. And one of the, one of the things, especially within the body of Christ that the church is going through right now, there's a lot of falling away in leadership. You know, and everything. So. Um, again, we need to be keeping leadership in prayer. Those pastors, those deacons, those um, bishops, those apostles, you know, those prophets, you know, those teachers. You know, you need to be even the musicians. Man, the music is different. I was listening to one of the something on social media, and um, they were doing. I mean, they were just like you was in a club almost, man. <laughs> you know. And they were doing the dance. They just weren't saying the words, using the, you know, words, but they were doing the dance. And in some cases, they was using the words too. So, I mean, that's why prayer is needed to bring those things that are wrong that um, back into correction and ask God to have mercy, to have show us grace to we make those things wrong. Prayer is needed in the body of Christ. I mean, it's needed even in our country. You see all the political things that are going on with the hate, you know, and um, and that's going on in this country because of the color of the skin, or, uh, because even with the, the religious um, people, you know, they're passing judgment and and making decision on somebody else's and everything that they don't really have the right to do. You know, we all got to stand before God and give an account for ourselves. You know. We can't make nobody get saved, you know. Let me say that again, okay. We cannot make anyone get saved. They have to want to, and it's a choice. They have to choose this day who they will serve. We can't make no make anyone live holy. It's a choice that have to be made. And the only way we can really do those things that are a choice on our part, we we have to just say yield to the Holy Spirit, and then the Holy Spirit does the re- does the rest. 
We can't make nobody stop smoking. You know, we cannot. You know, we can pass all the laws in the world, and it won't do any good if the person don't want to do it. Okay, so there's the 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 the, the, the righteous uh, judgment or self righteous judgment to judge somebody for one thing, while in the meantime you got something else going on in your own closet that people don't even know about, and somebody pull the sheets back and said so they see all kinds of things that you're doing, but you sit there and are judging. So that's why prayer is needed not only within the body of Christ, but in the world system, in the government system. You know, we want to pray for our leaders of those of them in their position of power that they will be what? Uh, be directed by, by God, be directed by the Holy Spirit, that they will, God will put ministering angels in, in their place to lead them and guide them so that the people will not suffer. That's what we should be doing when it comes to prayer. Amen. That's what we should be doing when it comes to prayer. Amen. I want to read, uh, this is the couple, couple of scriptures we're going to focus on, uh, Matthew chapter 6 in a little bit. But this is coming out of Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and, and petition. In other words, the, the, I think King James said, prayer and fasting. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. You know, we, we just present our request. It goes back to what we were talking about earlier, a prayer of, of, of requesting a certain things to take place in our life. You know, whether it's not necessarily a blessing, but maybe it's healing or whatever. whatever it is. But, but, you know, we don't have to be anxious for those things. We don't have to be nervous, okay? We don't have to be for those things. But we just got to get to a place of trusting, trusting God. Another scripture I have is coming out of First um, Thessalonians chapter five, verses sixteen and seven. Just always pray continually, give thanks in, in all situ- circumstances. He said, "Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." Give thanks in all, no matter how bad it is, no matter what it looks like. I mean, you might be broken down, <laughs> busted, and disgusted. But, you know, continue to pray. Pray continually, you know. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, no matter what it is. And that's not always easy to do because we're dealing with the issues of the flesh, you know, and the things of the flesh. It hurt and it goes through certain challenges and everything, and it feels bad. But even then, it's telling us to pray, um, pray um, always, pray continually, okay. In James chapter 4, verses 5 and 16, it says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be here. Pray, you know, confess your sins to each other. You know, we both need someone that we are connected with. All of us need someone that we are connected with so we'll be able to confess our sins. You can't tell everybody what's going on in your life. All right? Some people will use that and judge it against you, okay, and will persecute because you made a mistake. Or because you fell down. And they'll forget all about the grace of, of God <laughs> and the mercy of loving the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. They'll forget all about that. You know, therefore confess this to each other and pray for, for each other so that you may be healed. There's healing in us praying for each other. There's healing in us um, um, us shopping each other, each other's iron. There, there's healing in that, you know. There might be some some frictions, but we need each other. You know, we need each other. You know, 
Um, we're, we're, we're not the lone wolf, the lone wolf. Okay, nothing in the, in the religion and Christianity says that we're the lone wolf. We're not. We can't do this by ourselves. First of all, we do need Jesus Christ. We can't do nothing without him. But we also need each other. Okay? And we also need each other. Amen. And then it says that the prayer of a righteous man is powerful, effective. You know, King James says the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Okay? It's powerful and effective. You know, but what was who is righteous? None. The only, the, our righteousness is, is is because of Jesus Christ. It's through Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. That righteousness, not our self righteousness, not because we go to church on Sundays and we pay our tithes and and um, <laughs> we sing in the choir and we've been on the deacon board and we are bishop and apostle and all those kind of things. Those things are good. Those things are works. But we still need to have that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And we need to be able to let the Holy Spirit dwell in us to function the way it was, the way it's supposed to be. Okay? And real quick, I'm going to go ahead and turn to Matthew um, chapter 6. Okay? And I'm going to read um, quite a bit of this. And we're going to probably end on Matthew. We're not going to get to talk about um, Luke at all. There's a couple other scriptures. You might take up that on um, maybe I think next Friday. Okay. All right. Oh yeah, because talks. So Luke talks to get into the uh, the Lord's prayer. Okay. Oh, they call it the Lord's Lord's prayer, but really, it's, it's the prayer that Jesus gave to us to pray. Okay, not His prayer, but it's the prayer that He told us to pray. All right. He told us to pray like this. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and start in Matthew. I'm going. I'm looking at chapter six. Verse 1, it says, Take heed, this is Jesus speaking, that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise you have no reward of their Father which is in heaven. Therefore when thou dost thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in a synagogue and in, a, in the street. You know, there are some people that want to announce what they're doing. Yeah, let's be real. The people want to announce what they're doing. Want to announce that they prayed for so-and-so and, so, and they got here. Want to announce they got, you know, all of these things that they give to the poor and they uh, help so-and-so out and they help somebody go to the They want to announce these things to everybody that will listen. You know, well, we doing this and we doing it. He said, but he's a devil when that does arm, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets that they might have glory of men. People do it for their, their motivation is wrong. Their motivation is off a little bit. That's why they do it. He said, really, I say unto you that they have their reward. But when thou does arms, let not thy left hand know what the right hand is doing. Okay, I'm reading from King James Version. He said, thy arms uh, may be in be that that thy arms may be in secret, and the Father who seeth in secret himself shall re- reward thee openly. Don't let everybody know what 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 you're doing or how or who you're supporting. Um, what don't no Mm-mm. people be all in your business, man. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and usually when they all in your business, there's a, 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 a there's a reason why they are there. You know, they maybe it's out of jealousy or they envy or maybe they want to just um, um, want some of that what you got. You know. And he might be setting you up for a trap. And you can't let everybody know you, what's, what's going on. Has God's blessing. You can testify of the goodness of, of the blessing, but everybody can't hear your testimony. 
some people t- hear your testimony and take it the wrong way. Or they'll take it as if you're boasting and you're not. You're just saying with the goodness of the Lord. But you don't have to make a trumpet sound of it. It basically is what it's saying, okay? He said, let thy arm, that, that, that thine arms be in secret, and thy father which see it in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And this is the follow-up when you get to that. This is Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. It says, when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Freely I say unto you, they have their reward. You know, there are some people that want to be seen, unfortunately. 2024, there are people that want to be seen in prayer. And they have the voice and they have the octave of level of the voice and everything and the cadence that goes with it and their prayer. But their prayer is empty. Because it doesn't have any power, because their reason for doing it is, is not to glorify God or submit their request to God. The men may say, oh, that brother or sister can pray. There are people like that. There are people that live like that, okay? Verse 60 said, but thou, when thou prayest, enter and enter thy closet, and when thou hast set the door, pray to the Father, which is in, e- in secret, and thy Father will see it in secret, shall reward thee, open it. Jesus, here Jesus is telling him, go to the closet, close the door, <laughs> cut the light off, I'm, I'm just adding it, you know, but go into the, enter the closet, you know, and shut the, it says shut the door, he said, actually, he said, when thou hast shut the door, then begin to pray, then begin to pray, you know, and again, I mean, it depends on how you pray, whether it's a, a prayer meditation or whether it's verbally or, or whatever the case may be. But, you you know, nobody's watching you, okay? Nobody's watching you. This is what I go back to what I talked about earlier about the intercessors, how they pray in secret. They are, uh, I mean, they're not a secret society or nothing like that, but um, you, you, a lot of people don't know a lot about it unless you've been a part of it, okay? All right? They when they have a, a prayer get together, they don't announce it on the church, but they turn over there the intercessor and no, uh-uh. uh, the only one to really know is beside the intercessor is the, the leadership. You know they know and everything. So he says, he says, he says. Um, uh, let me go back. It says, but when thou pray, enter into the thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to the Father, which is in secret, and that Father which sees and seek to reward the opening. That's the kind of prayer that we want to be able to do, man. We want those prayers that are sown in secret to be uh, awarded openly so then people can see the blessing of the mighty God. They begin to see that there is nothing too hard for our Lord Jesus Christ to do. We want that kind of prayer, the results, the outcome. You know, we want outcome with the prayer. You know what I mean? You know, we and, – and let me – I'm, I'm Add this part to it. In some in some cases, we might not see the outcome of the prayer, okay? But the outcome is still the outcome because we was obedient to pray, okay? We was obedient to pray for one for another. We was obedient to pray for our sons and daughter and ourselves. The outcome, the outcome of the prayer, the resource of the prayer is where you see the manifestation of God. Is where you see the manifestation of the healing and deliverance and everything. Where you see um, blind man open uh, eyes being open, or the lame is walking. The manifestation of the prayer, okay. The manifestation of the prayer, and then verse seven says, "But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they should be heard 
for them much speaking. We talked about it earlier. People that want to be seen, they're using um, certain words and stuff like that. Then some of us might not know to understand what it is that they're saying. So we have to be be careful, okay? That's what we pray. You know, that's why I like in Luke how Jesus began to teach how to pray. Now we have been that we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead us to all things that are truth. You know, you know, I've known people, including myself, that had a con- that had was convicted to pray a certain way uh, for whether individuals or whether the community, or whether the church itself, or whatever. You know, and we pray that way not because of our own or thinking about what to say next. No, but we pray that way because of the Holy Spirit. Okay. He said, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as a heathen, for they think they should be heard for their much speaking. The God is not interested in all of that, okay? Then it says, um, be not he therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things you have need of before you even ask. God already know what you need. I think the idea of prayer for us is to pray what the father already knows that we that what's in, in, in need, you know? You know, so we don't have to pray vain repetitions. Or the prayer don't have to be two or three hours long, you know, and everything. Like God is not going to hear. Yeah. God hears our prayer. He hears up what's going on within our heart, deep within our heart. He hears our prayer. He said, after this man of death, we pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And I said, this is the, the, the prayer that Jesus told his disciples to pray. He said, after this man of Therefore, pray, our Father, which is out of heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. He said, that will. I ain't praying for my will. I'm praying for the Father's will. He told us to pray for the Father's will. You know? I'm sorry, y'all. Jesus told us to pray for the Father's will. You know? And that's what we should be doing. You know, we should be praying for the Father's will. Okay, yeah, we should be praying for the Father's will and that is all and everything, okay? So that's the kind of prayer that we should be doing, okay? You know, he said, not my, not, let me just go back a little bit. He said, be not like unto them, and for your Father know what things you have need of before you ask. He said, after this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which is in heaven. Who are we praying for? Praying directly to. We're praying directly to God, okay? We're praying directly to the Father, uh, we're not praying to to man. We're not praying um, to some unknown God. We know who God is. He said that I am the great I am, and that's the one that we're praying for. He said, He said, after the, our Father, He called him our Father. <laughs> yeah, he included us in that. <laughs> our Father means we are included in that. And we pray, Our Father, which art in heaven. In other words, we know where God is. We know that He's in heaven. He said, Hallow be that name. Hallow. The word means to be holy, okay? It's hallowed. It's a, a Greek word for being hallowed. It means to be holy, okay? You know, it's, in other words, um, when uh, when um, Moses was, not Moses, yeah, Moses, when he saw the, 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 the burning bush in the desert, God told him, <laughs> told him to take off his shoes because you're on holy ground or hollow ground, you know? The hollow be thy name. He said, my, the name is hallowed, okay? He said, thy kingdom come, that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In other words, whatever is done in heaven, you know, it should match what is done in the earth, you know? There's a parallel, you know? One, it goes with the other, you know? It's important that we do. He said, give us this day our daily bread. He's not only talking about what we eat and everything, but he's also talking about the word of God. 
It's not just to deal with our daily bread, a piece of bread that we eat, and we go to sleep and we and wake up the next morning, we hunger. But this is more than that. This is about the word of God that proceeded out of the mouth of God. This is about the scriptures and everything. And it's not the paper that is on, but the word, the powerful word. You know, it's so sharp like a two-edged sword. The word that was with God in the beginning, that word, <laughs> the word before the foundation of the earth and before creation was there with God. The word that was made flesh um, for the sins of man and was willing to die for the sins of, the, sins of us. That kind of word. He said, the next verse is, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know, the forgiveness, uh, debts, and that, again, you're not just talking about uh, money, you know, but, you know, but he's talking about more than just money, you know. I mean, he talk about things that we've done, our past, our present, our future. Forgive us, you know, but we also have to forgive others. Forgiveness is a major piece of our relationship with Christ, you know. Is our forgiveness is a major piece of our leadership. How he, Jesus instructed his disciples is even us to pray. You know, even us. The basic of our prayers should really be focused on him. And that should be all because of them, because, again, because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that ushers us out to pray. That have us to pray without season. Or have us to pray the things, the things that are on the heart of God. It's the Holy Spirit that's doing it. Okay. It says, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. He said, lead us not in temptation. It says again, a prayer. God, lead us not in temptation, Lord God. Don't lead us in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. We are constantly um, have evil and temptation all around us constantly. Whether it's the TV or whether it's the radio, whether it's uh, uh, <laughs> family or whether it's a stranger industry, all these things, our body, our soul, our spirit has been attacked on a constantly basis by things, whether it's sickness or disease. So we have to be in a, in a place of, 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 of prayer for all of these things. You know, even, you know what? Even when we don't feel like it, we have to be in a, a posture of prayer. We have to be in a part, even when we don't feel like it. One of the, the, the one of the best time to pray you know, is when you don't want to. When you just still feel like that you're getting an answer, or nothing is changing, or things are getting worse. That's one of the best times to open up and continue to pray. Amen. Amen. It says, "It says, lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen." Now check it out. He said, "For thine is the kingdom. Then all the honor and all the glory is not going to the pastor, not going to the bishop, not going to the apostle, not going to any man, or not going to the head of the family with the man, not going to the woman, not going to anybody. It's going right back up to God. <laughs> it going back. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory." Forever. Forever means forever. Amen. Okay? It says amen. And then I simply Yeah, Amen. It says Amen. And then Jesus, um, verse fifteen, which is what I like, he put in there, but if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. He he told you right there, if you can't forgive others and, and don't get me wrong, forgiveness is a process. You know, the prayer of forgiveness is a process. It don't, in some cases, it don't happen overnight. It don't. It's a part of a process. 
you know, and that process sometimes takes over a period of time. But we continue to pray for that prayer of forgiveness because somebody did us wrong or somebody hurt us deep. And because in our flesh, we want to strike back. We want to hurt back. But that's not what God wants us to do. That's not what Christ wants us to do. You know, he wants us to forgive. Now, because I forgive don't mean that we forget. And because I forgive, that means I want to continue to be in the company of you knowing that you did something, that you did something that you shouldn't have did. I don't have to be in your company, but I do have to forgive. I do have to love, okay? But he said, but you forget, but he, if he forgive not men their trespasses, neither will the Father forgive your trespasses. Tomorrow when you fast, be not, again, go back to being like a hypocrite. Moreover, when you fast, be not as a hypocrite of a sad countenance, but they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to fast. Really, I said to you, they have their reward. A, I, look, I've seen people do it. You know, they have this sad countenance, you know, and everything. They're on a three-day fast, man, and they just turn it down. And you can, you know, you know, they're dragging and everything. <laughs> they're dragging their feet. No, nobody needs to know that you're on a fast. You know, you're fasting because God told you to get in fasting. Even with fasting, we're going to talk about that at a later time. In fact, I'm writing a book about prayer and fasting. That's my next project. All right. Uh, but we're going to talk about that. So boy said, when you fast, be not as a hypocrite of, of a sad countenance, for that they disfigure their face, you know, that they may appear to me to fast. Why? Because, again, it goes back to that attention. Wanting somebody to look at them and say, oh, okay, well, he must be fasting. No. He said, Brother, I said, gee, they have their reward. But this is the part I like that Jesus said. He said, but thou, when thou fast, he said, anoint thy head and wash thy face. Anoint thy head and wash your face. Okay? I, I, now we thought well, it should be the other way, wash your face. No, he said, anoint thy head and wash your face. There's a specific instructions that are given to you when, we, when we're fasting. And that same principle can be even when we when we're um, in prayer, okay? He said, Anoint that but when that fast, anoint that head and wash that face. The last verse, and then we're gonna stop right here. He said that thou appear not that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. The father that see everything is done in secret, you know. The fasting, the prayer, it's done in secret, not before men. There's sometimes there's situations where um, that you may have to pray out loud in the church. That's not the same. But even with them, we're doing it in a, 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 a spirit of humility, knowing that it's not us, but it is God through Jesus Christ. Okay? Knowing that it's not us, but it is God through Jesus Christ. So we have to be in their place. You know. Now, verse 19, I'm not going to go any further. It says, talks about laying that up. For your, yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and moth and rust does corrupt, where thieves break through and steal and stuff. But like that's a whole get into a whole another conversation. But the, the prayer that most people call the Lord's prayer is actually a prayer that gave, Jesus gave to his disciples to pray, because he said, "When you pray, pray like this." Okay, he gave us instructions on how to pray. Okay, he gave the disciples at that time instructions on how to pray. You know, but all of that ties back into our relationship or intimacy that we have with God. We can't have it no other way. Amen. So I pray this has been a blessing to you. I am done and my time is almost up and everything. We're going to probably finish up. I still have some more to, to teach. Amen. Because I really wanted to get through um, Luke chapter 18. 
Amen. But um, that's okay. Well, I'm going to read the first verse again. He, he, Jesus spoke a parable. And he said, to this end, that men ought to always pray and not to faint. And that is so true today. You know, that is so, so true today. I, uh, I need, even me, I'm like, I'm going to confess to you right now. I need to do better with my prayer, with my prayer life. You know, there used to be a time that I would wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning because God woke me up and I need you to pray. <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning, I need you to pray. And we need to be obedient to those wake-up calls. We were trying to think about, uh, we think of being waked up to go to the bathroom and actually being waked up to pray or to intercede on someone else's behalf and everything like that, to intercede on someone's behalf. So we need to be do better with this thing. You know, he said God, that we men ought to always pray, always again, it's always is always, okay? Every time you think of it, pray. You know, again, it don't have to be loved. It don't have to be outspoken. It can be within your heart. Pray, you know. God answers prayer. I'm a living witness of the answer of prayer. I've seen God answer prayer uh, for others and, and not only for me but for others and um, through intercession. I've seen God answer prayers. I've seen miracles take place when the doctors and, and uh, um, had given up or the lawyers had said, oh, it's not going to work, or the judge was ready to. I've seen miracles happen like that. People be rededicate their life to Christ. And you would never, ever think that we, they were dedicated. My mom, God bless her, prayed for her sons and her daughter. She prayed that every last one of her sons and daughter would know Jesus Christ as the Lord. She prayed that prayer for a very long time. She prayed that prayer even when I didn't want her to pray that prayer. She prayed that prayer. When I was out there going to clubs, my mom would pray, and she would tell me what she prayed. She said, I pray that God would not give you any peace while you're out there at the club dancing and having a good time. He would give you no peace. (laughs) <laughs> but he would reveal himself to you. And, and I used to tell him, don't pray that prayer. I want to have a good time. <laughs> I would tell her, don't pray that prayer. But that didn't stop her. She still prayed that prayer. Okay. She says, somebody's grandmother. Um, somebody is praying for you. You need to know that. Okay. Prayer works. Amen. So, Father God, we thank you for this broadcast today. We get this broadcast to you. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you will have your way, God. We thank you for everything that you're doing in our life, God. We pray, God, that we get get closer and closer to you. We pray that you would direct our path, God. Order our steps, Lord Jesus. Order our hearts, Lord Jesus. Order everything else about us. We might be in line with you. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Help, Lord Jesus. We realize that we can't do anything without you, God. Whatever someone is facing today, whether it's difficulties in relationships, whether it's issues in their health or pain in their body, God, whether they just need deliverance from substance abuse or whatever the case, God, of lust, God, whatever fornication, whatever the case might be, God, we pray, God, that you would come and and touch them on his shoulder, Lord Jesus, and remind them that you love them, that you paid a price for them on the cross, God, Lord Jesus. Today, we pray that you will come with all your mighty and glory, and you upset the, the normalcy of people just even going to church. We pray for every pastor, every bishop, every apostle, God, every prophet, every teacher, God, every evangelist, God, every musician, God, even the doorkeepers, Lord Jesus. We pray for the body of Christ as a whole, Lord Jesus, that you might remind them who we are in you that a great revival may take place, God, not just in America, but all across in the world, Lord Jesus. The men and women should begin to seek more and more after you and less after the things of the world, God. We pray, God, 
that you will make us, Lord Jesus, those that you have called by your name for such a time as this, become salt, light, and power, Lord Jesus, that we might begin to reach the masses, that we might begin to tell people uh, what can, they can do to get saved, that tell them about Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We pray today, God, no matter where they are, God, no matter whether they be rich or whether they be poor, whether it be the complexion of the skin, their background, God, we pray today, God, your ministry angels will go out, God, but they truly are doing a calling such as a time as this, God. You're doing the calling, God. You're sounding the alarm, God. Help us to sound the alarm, to blow the trumpet, God, to blow the, the shofar horn, Lord Jesus, for truly you are soon to come. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, y'all, I want to thank you for listening in to me. God bless you. And uh, please enjoy the rest of your Friday. Uh, please share this broadcast. I will post it on social media. But um, please share this broadcast. And God bless you, and we'll see you next time around. God bless. Be blessed. Amen. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.